0: This is episode 78, Nailing It.
1: Welcome back to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast.
0: For the pursuit of happiness SLP.
1: Great. Who's nailing it? Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we want to talk about today. Yeah. We have a great interview with Flavia, one of our friends that we met at ASHA. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into that story in a second, um, where she talks about interviewing tips from the employer And she's a recruiter, so she
0: interviews people all the time. So she tells us all the do's and don'ts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And we just uh, want to convey, like, you should be active in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. I don't know who said that quote, but Mm. it always stuck with me. And, uh, it's important to know what you want and to go for it.
1: And to say no to anything that is not aligned to your vision, right? Yeah.
0: You have to say no.
1: Yes. You have to learn to know (laughs) when, what, what you want first? Right. Yes what population you want to work with, if you even want to study speech pathology, if you want to go back to school to get your Ph.D. These are all just random examples, but still relevant.
0: But if you don't know, you might just be yesing everybody because you don't know what you want. Yes, I
1: know. Truth. Good point. Mm -hmm. So figure out what you want first and then go after it and attack it. Yes. And that's how you're going to nail it. I think so. Right. I think so as well. Mm-hmm. So fun story, how Flavia and I met. Mm-hmm. I was walking around the booths at ASHA, throwback ASHA 2019, and mm-hmm. And um, I saw their booth. It was packed. I saw the booth she was at. And I was like, oh, they're too busy to talk to me. I'm going to keep on walking. Yeah. And then I heard, oh, my God, wine and cheese? What is that? And then someone just ran up to me and tapped me. And I was like, she's like, hi, I'm Flavia. What's this? What is this wine and cheese? I love wine and cheese. I'm like, oh, that's my podcast. And from there... Because you were just, wearing the shirt? Yes, so I was oh. wearing a shirt. she saw the back of my shirt. Mm-hmm. And she loves wine and cheese. And she's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a podcast about this. I got to listen to it. So I sent her the podcast so she could listen to it. She wants to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So we made it happen. Yeah. We were just, it's want, all happening. It's all happening. People who reached out to us and said they wanted to be on the show have most likely have been on the show. Yeah. So, you know, taking initiative. Nailing it if
0: you want to be on the show let us know
1: let us know email us slps wine and cheese the word and written out at Mm gmail.com yes so speaking of going after what you want if you don't know what you want maybe there's a part of you who doesn't really know yourself right and you know what
0: can help is buzzfeed buzzfeed (laughs) quizzes (laughs) BuzzFeed can help you figure out... BuzzFeed quizzes will help
1: you <laughs> because we don't know how to help yeah, you with that. We don't
0: because it's like, well, we probably could. It's out of
1: our scope of practice. It is out of
0: our... Yeah, it's totally out of our scope See, of practice. So. If
1: you have a speech, language, or communication, feeding cognition... Uh, uh, d- 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 disability or a fluency disability. one. Disability. <laughs> <laughs> or a memory I stand by me. the
0: fact that perhaps... Maria has had a stroke.
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna blame it. Blame it on the ah, ah ah ah. Blame it on this chair that does not <laughs> engage. Does not engage my core. No. I have
0: warned you. You have made that cognitive choice to continue to sit in this chair. My back
1: is super arched, but I'm so. But it has. It does have lumbar support, but I'm not. Yeah, engaging that's the. My core.
0: I multiple people have brought that to my attention. I don't know why you require that. You should be able to hold up your own body. Uh, but I don't I want to constantly talk about this chair. I feel like I'm in a sitcom where it's like, it's the ugly chair. Right. It's the chair that the man likes. Yes. It's in my house. Right. It yeah. doesn't align with my aesthetic. It doesn't. It doesn't align. <laughs> it's giant. With your I don't care what what it looks like. It's just too big. It is
1: giant. Giant. Let me sit up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So be, we, 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 We'll be able to help you if you have an issue within our scope of practice. Perhaps. However, if you are unsure about what you want to do with your life and all that fun stuff, we do recommend some inner soul searching. Yeah. For now, Mm a BuzzFeed quiz. Well, that's all we can offer you. (laughs) That's all we got. (laughs) I don't know what expectations you had had for us. I mean, but
0: you cannot lie. BuzzFeed. Gives you some legit answers. They do
1: give you some legit answers. And speaking
0: of, so are you going to reveal your answer first, or are you going to make me take this quiz first? I'm going to re- make you take okay. this quiz first, just
1: in case you want to be like me and answer like me. Oh so yeah, because I could be influenced by you. Right. Yes. Yes. So this is a, but I will include the link to the, in the show notes. So don't worry, everyone. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving, don't try to Google it. So right. So this is a food, <laughs> a food quiz. Yeah. Because food okay. is important. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So Food's this. Life overrated or slash underrated food quiz will reveal your personality type. Got it. So th- you're going to use the scale, depth mm-hmm. to rate how underrated or overrated each food is. When Got it. When you're done, you're going to reveal your personality. Guacamole. Underrated. I think it is
0: uh, underrated.
1: Oh, but there's also the appropriately rated yes. scale, too. Yes, I'm aware. I've Big seen this. Big Mac
0: cheese I think that is sauce. overrated. Yes. I'm going all the way. Frozen, Frozen ro- yogurt. yogurt. Totally underrated. Oh.
1: Brussels sprouts very
0: underrated. Yes. Love them. Bacon Bacon completely overrated.
1: Okay, she's sli- sliding the scale totally to the extreme. Cereal
0: Um a little underrated. A
1: little. Sardines
0: overrated. I don't know what that.
1: Almost to the extreme. Yeah. Sriracha. Sriracha overrated. What I is, don't. I don't. E- I never even had that. It's a. It's
0: a sauce. I, I don't really care sauce. that much about condiments. And you're no gonna hate I. this. I think Nutella is very overrated. Uh, see, I
1: totally disagreed. I think it's still super underrated. Oh really? Everywhere should have Nutella. Really? The gas stations.
0: <laughs> I doesn't it? Aren't there like sticks you can dip in Nutella?
1: Yeah, they're coming out. I'm very proud when I see those. <laughs> Oops! Oops! I almost yeah. changed. You're your trying answer.
0: to. You're trying to change my answers.
1: Okay. Rice. Rice.
0: I mean, it's appropriately rated. I yeah. think.
1: Banana bread, Bread. I
0: have no feelings. Appropriately rated. Watermelon, Watermelon. underrated. I love watermelon. My stepfather never lets us have it because he says it attracts flies. Oh, man. So it's annoying. I like that. Spam, I don't think it's at all. It's over. Does anyone talk about spam? Is Is it overrated or not? I'm going to leave it as overrated.
1: I feel like it looks gross. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh my God. gosh. Oh my Maria, you I'm continue almost, wait, I'm try- I'm to not, influence I'm my not responses. I'm not trying to influence your answers. Okay. okay. I know what Deb's going to say for the next one. What is it? La Croix.
0: I think, it's, I think it's neutrally rated. Oh, okay. Everyone likes it. I don't okay. think it's great. I think bread and butter is very underrated. I think that's an excellent food. <laughs> I will
1: take okay. that. And the wine. Oh, Ooh. so
0: this is different than my first answer. Um, so. This time, because I took this quiz, I didn't follow Maria's instructions. Okay. This time, I got The Guardian, which I feel more comfortable with, Good. so I'm going to start reading this. You're the true idealist who is always searching for the positive in even the worst of circumstances. While you might be perceived as shy or reserved, you have an inner flame that guides you through life. You tend to avoid conflict, but you're not afraid to speak for yourself and others when you need to. So I do feel like this accurately portrays me. Yeah. Yes,
1: for sure. But what I was... I would say so. And you're not someone who's like afraid to speak up. Mm -hmm. So I like that about you.
0: But I initially got the romantic when Mm. I took it without you. Right. And this says that your approach, you approach everything with passion. You're all about details and going above and beyond to make people in your life feel loved. I don't do that. You tend to be overly sensitive, maybe, to other people's emotions. Yes. But... I thought it was only, I am overly sensitive to how other people feel, but remember that sometimes it's okay to focus on just you. I think I'm more comfortable with the guardian.
1: Okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. you're a mix of the two. I so think that's so. So that's good for you to know this mm-hmm. about yourself. So yeah. when you're pursuing your passions and looking for, let's say, a job or something, you know this. You know, I am I am an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I am someone who thinks bread and butter is underrated. Bread you and know, butter they, is so yeah, underrated. You know, I will
0: bread and butter is an excellent <laughs>
1: <laughs> an excellent snack excellent snack. breakfast <laughs> yeah the whole meal. anytime yeah i will take some so, butter, buttered bread right exactly and it's important to know that um
0: that you know who you are even if you get two different buzzfeed results
1: correct <laughs> because again we don't know how accurate these are mm-hmm. so i naturally had some different answers than deb so, I don't know where am I. Oh, I am the daredevil. Oh. Yeah. You're the type of person who values taking big risks in life. From time to time, you might jump without looking, but you've got a knack for ficking, fixing problems as they come. Your friends and family look to you for creative and inventive ideas and advice. Nice. I'd like to think so. And I actually, it's funny, I got these results. I did something the other day and I just like did it. I think it was like stupid. I don't know. Like getting in the shower so i just like walked right in or something and i'm like why do i do things sometimes i don't even like think what i should do beforehand like i just why was the water
0: cold and you just hopped in i think something like it wasn't time no i don't know what you didn't let heat out or did you slip a little
1: i don't even remember honestly i wasn't Mm -hmm. fully present but
0: do you just want us to picture you naked
1: no, okay, <laughs> let me really think hard now. Okay, getting out. I didn't get the towel right. I just got out. With my feet dripping <laughs> wet. The floor was wet. I'm like, why do I do these things? Yeah. Like, Because you wrong were probably, well, me?
0: you know, the shower, I'm going to defend Maria here. Thank you, the shower is an excellent place to think. Yes. You were probably Lost. in a different place. right? And then you realized you were here. And you were like, while I'm here, I should probably not drip on the floor. Yes, exactly. So you did think ahead. Yeah. Well, in the moment. Yeah, but you thought about what you should have thought of ahead. Exactly, but you got th- meta. You got meta about it.
1: I got meta, <laughs> metacognition. Gotcha. <laughs> thinking about thinking. <laughs> so, uh, is that all we have for today?
0: I think that's all we wrote.
1: That's all we have for. T-
0: Great clinicians need scientific research to inform their practice. But how can we know the research with so many articles and so little time? The informed SLP makes it easy. Each month, their team of scientists and clinicians find the research for you. They explain it without jargon, without the burden, just for SLPs, so you can spend less time reading and more time treating. Visit TheInformedSLP.com and enter the coupon code WINEANDCHEESE for 20% off.
1: This episode is brought to you by Therapy Travelers, and Flavia is going to share three great reasons to work for Therapy Travelers.
2: All right. So one amazing reason is the company culture. Um, You won't find that working for any other agency, company that really, truly cares about um, their therapists and what they're doing because we want to change kiddos' lives. Choose our benefits. A lot of people do not get wonderful benefits when they're working for agencies and they're unaware that they actually can get those. So 401k, we match up to 4% starting day one. We have a wonderful EAP program, which is all mental health based and that's completely in the company. Medical dental vision, we do cover 75% of your premium. You get PTO, you get paid holidays, you get CU and reimbursement, sick time. A lot of those things you do not get when you're working for an agency. And the last thing is something called a relationship manager, which is a person that's there to be your advocate and to help you when you're on assignment. We don't just place you somewhere and forget about you. We have someone that's there to check on you, to be your main point of contact. They're also the main point of contact to the school district if you have any issues. So it's just a really unique agency to work for. um, And we love everybody that works with us. We're a big, happy family.
1: Great, thank you.
2: I'm inspired. Thanks.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here with us we have Flavia Benjilati. Say hello, Flavia. Hi. Welcome to hello, the show. Hello, ladies.
0: Yay. Hey.
1: Flavia is a national school recruiter and she is here to give us tips for acing all of your SLP interviews, mm-hmm. whether working in a holiday, holiday, not, not holiday. holiday. Not no. holiday.
0: No. I didn't no. mean to say but
1: holiday. But maybe if you're
0: PRNing on a holiday in a medical setting, maybe what's, that's what you were what's thinking. PRN, you know, it's per diem.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scratch everything I just said. (laughs) Flavia (laughs) is going to talk about acing your interviews, whether you want to work in a medical setting or in a school setting. Yes. So, but before we get into that interview, we're going to talk about something very important. Mm -hmm. Our wine. Yes. Yes. So Flavia is joining us and she has wine too. We'll go over our wine, Flavia it's a butternut mm-hmm. pinot noir and it's from california it's a 2016 and it's very fancy it's from napa mm-hmm. california and flavia you're joining us from florida right florida For, why can't i speak you? maria had a stroke
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> you know- I'm going to, I'm going to talk for a second so she can gather her thoughts. So I got this butternut wine because ever since we had bread and butter wine, I like any wine that has any sort of hint of butter. Um, So I saw the name of this and I was like, oh, I think that this is going to be good. It is from Napa, California. It has aromas of vanilla. Um, and it has a menthol lift from the glass on the palate. It's an array of red and dark berries, and that's met with a medium-bodied silky finish, uh, which sounds like butter, like, you know, vanilla, creaminess, silkiness. Um, I, I do, do like
1: it. I like it, too. I just took a sip, mm-hmm. and it is very smooth. And I like wine that's smooth like that. Yeah. So I feel like, Deb, you really made a good choice getting this wine. Yeah, good thing they
0: wrote butter on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Butter sells. <laughs> butter.
0: Yeah. If you are unsure of what to market your wine as, just slap some butter on it right. and I'll buy it. Um did I mention this was a Pinot Noir? Did you? Guys, who
1: knows what I did. It's a
0: 2016 vintage Pinot Noir with that has influences of butter. <laughs> yes,
1: and we paired it with some mozzarella cheese. I mean, mm-hmm. you have have cheese Thank you. I appreciate it's it. It's not that that <laughs> good, this cheese. It's just like that supermarket, like regular polio cheese.
0: I think it's great. I mean, you can't go wrong with like a cheese stick. And that's yeah. essentially what Maria just handed me. And I'm not complaining. It's good.
1: So, Flavia, what about you? Tell us what you're drinking.
2: I So, I love you guys. are like, butter this. And yeah. I'm drinking 14 hands.
1: And it's- okay. A That's very a cheap wine. sold
2: at every. <laughs> I need fourteen of them. <laughs> yeah, to drink I'm, it I'm all. high maintenance. <laughs> 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 so yes, it's fourteen hands cab. Uh, it's actually for a cheaper wine. It's really smooth. I really like it. Uh, my fiance introduced me to it a long time ago, and it became like an inside joke of ours. Mm-hmm. And I'm pairing it with. Slices of Swiss cheese, which I was eating before I talked to you guys. Plain old Swiss cheese that I put in my son's sandwich.
0: You like That's Swiss it.
2: cheese? I love Swiss cheese.
0: Last night I was at a, a comedy event. There was a whole cheese platter, and I very confidently took a giant chunk of Swiss cheese, and then I had to go back for some some brownies because I'm not interested in Swiss. It is intense.
2: <gasps> it's my favorite cheese. I love it. Wow. It didn't even have
0: holes to warn me. It was just a it solid didn't... square. No. Oh, an imposter. I know. It was an imposter cheese. Imposter cheese. It's like those bread butter loved pickles it. that sneak in on you. That's where I don't want butter. Not in my pickles.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah, those are bad. Speaking of butter, I stole one of Deb's teas. Thank you. My throat oh, hurts again. So good. you have a, a butter tea.
0: Yeah, see, I like anything. If you have butter on oh. it, I'm buying it. Like, except butter. I never have butter in my house. Uh, but that's a different. <laughs> <laughs> I am constantly 86 butter. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so I vote drink it on our wine. Yes. And uh,
1: I definitely vote drink it too. What about you, Flavia?
2: Drink yes, it wine
1: or
0: definitely.
2: It? Drink, it. drink
1: it. Drink
0: Definitely it. drink it. The 14 yeah. hands. Don't drink you it. measure horses in hands?
2: You know, it's funny because the actual on the bottle of the 14 Hands, which is in my kitchen, it's a horse.
0: Yeah, so I think that's Whoa. what that's referenced to. So I, I did not know that. So you just yeah. taught me something. I had a horse once. His name was Showdown. I we just, kept him on Staten Island.
1: Oh, cool! <laughs> oh, what a great place for him. I know. Deb and I are both from Staten Island. Have you heard of Staten Island being all the way from California? I like have. A
2: popular place. <laughs> Never oh. been there, but I've heard of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She'll have to go You should check down.
0: out the Staten Island Mall. <laughs> Maria can't shut up about it.
1: <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it's like Disney World. <laughs> Don't get me started on Disney World. <laughs> anyway, I actually wanted to, because I thought it was very interesting mm-hmm. that Flavia likes Swiss cheese, yeah. and I found this article here, yep. probably very credible and based off tons of research, mm-hmm. on RD.com, and it talks about what your favorite cheese says about you. Oh. So would you like to hear a brief clip about what um, Swiss cheese lovers say about
0: what it them? says about you says so oh. cheese lover? We you? do. Yes,
1: tell. <laughs> so, Swiss cheese buffs hate change. So, do you use do you still use a sliding keyboard cell phone and sport the same haircut you've had since middle school? If so, we know you adore Swiss the Swiss cheese lover keeps it old school and close to home. They like getting mad about changing neighborhoods and most likely still don't have a Snapchat account. Sorry, Swiss fans, but Brooklyn isn't the place it once was, and that's okay.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so- my God. That's hilariously creepy
0: accurate. <laughs> Do you relate to that? Oh, that's so funny. And I love change, wow. which explains why I don't like Swiss cheese.
1: Interesting. Isn't,
0: isn't that your favorite cheese? Feta? I thought that was Brie right oh, there. That's oh. your favorite cheese. My favorite cheese is Manchang Mincheg. I, I can't even Man-chango? say it. Manchango. I don't know. Something like that.
1: Hold on, I'll find for oh. isn't that the smelly
0: cheese? It's a little smelly. I think it's 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 a little it's a, it might be a little smelly.
1: They don't have
0: manchego. 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 They have to
1: expand their
0: research. What do What do they have? What they do you have? That's the soft cheese. That's like what. You, that's like eaters. brie, right? You like that cheese? Oh,
1: they have a brie. You want brie? Oh,
0: you. I thought you liked brie. I like
1: brie. That's I like why I feta, said it four and times. Brie, oh. and mozzarella, parmesan. If you had to pick one, or gouda.
0: All right. What are my or choices? American
1: cheese. I'm telling them brie. Brie.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go.
1: American cheese, Gouda, Parmesan, mozzarella, mm-hmm. cheddar, Swiss. Guys, this is very important, so yes. just stick with us. Fans of cheese, <laughs> yes. Camembert. Mm-hmm. I don't. E- I don't even know that cheese. And halloumi. I like halloumi. That's really
0: cool. Is that what we? uh there's more slides. There might be more. <laughs> is slides. there more cheese? Is there?
1: <laughs> what your there favorite? There is more cheese. <laughs> Montgomery, Jack. Montgomery, All right, Jack. continue. Jack. Blue cheese. I uh-huh. do like some blue cheese in my life sometimes. I feel like all our listeners now are like getting super hungry. Yeah, I mean, so I
0: don't, I don't like any of these cheeses. I don't know what that says. But if I had to say my favorite of these, I'd say brie. Okay, brie. Yeah, it means
1: you are a romantic. Oh, look at if that. If you enjoy spending your weekends at galleries and on picnic date, picnic dates, we'll bet your favorite cheese is brie. Mm-hmm. Brie lovers like art, flowers, strong coffee, and have totally become obsessed with French cinema ever since they finished studying in Paris. Mm. Invite them to dinner. They'll bring a great bottle of wine.
0: Oh. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, I love flowers, art, and wine.
1: And then there's um, a, a link of here's how to throw a fabulous wine and cheese party.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Are you going to read what Feta says about you? Yes. All right. I'll say what Feta and then, says
1: about me. And then we got to move on to this Yeah. Interview. Well, this is, this
0: is imperative. Yeah. I, I didn't even know this article existed, so. <laughs> Floppy, you're
1: going to have to wait giving us all the tips because we are too busy talking about cheese. You know? Yeah.
2: I like it. I like
1: it. Perfect. You
2: have to send me that article.
1: I will. I'll add it to the show notes, everyone. Listeners, they're probably like, yeah. oh my gosh. Fet- fans of feta cheese live a healthy lifestyle. You know that girl who is who has naturally glowing skin and goes on wellness retreats? Guess what? She adores feta. Your feta-eating friends have it all figured out. Yes, they're centered, relaxed, and easy to talk to. You'll find them at the farmer's market on weekend mornings and on yoga class any other day of the week. That is actually pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. I love yoga. Everyone knows that about me.
0: Yeah, so that was accurate. Yes. I feel robbed. But anyway, moving on. Um,
1: We're going to play this or that to get to know Flavia now. mm -hmm. Even though that Swiss cheese. uh,
0: Yeah, we already know all about her. I mean,
1: so. There you go. I don't have a Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. I do, but I don't
0: use it anymore.
1: Yeah, silly. Um, So you don't like change, Flavia?
2: No, I can't control it.
1: (laughs) that's good that you know that about yourself, though. Kudos to you. We'll see what else we know about Flavia. So this game is quite simple. You're just going to pick the first answer that comes to you that you uh, agree with the most, if you could say. So I'm going to just give you the options and you tell me. So red wine or white wine? Red. Dogs or Cats dogs beach or mountain vacation beach okay jogging or hiking hiking ice or hot coffee hot nice soft cheese or hard cheese (sighs)
2: that's a hard one uh hard cheese
1: well swiss is hard right is it yeah swiss is hard okay rack do you think I did have a rock or rap music? Rock. Oh, okay. Podcast or music?
2: Ooh, music.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's okay. You got to be honest. Home barbecue or takeout? Takeout. Mm. Early riser or late night owl?
2: Can I be both? wow late night if
1: (laughs) late night and you still get up early
2: yeah sounds terrible i have a
1: kiddo yeah
0: (laughs) i hear those things are good for getting out of bed
2: (laughs) yeah natural alarm clock yeah
1: you have one son
2: just one and two stepdaughters
1: oh wow how old's your son he's eight okay and the stepdaughters are older
2: 15
1: and 11. Oh, wow. Okay. So you have all the ages. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So read the book or watch the movie? Read the book. Nice. Cake or donuts? Cake. Uh, live band or DJ?
2: Live band.
1: Oh, okay. Party at night or stay in? Stay in. Okay. And Netflix? with wine. Or, hmm. yes. Netflix or Hulu.
2: Right now I'm on Hulu. I'm feeling Hulu right now.
1: Handmaid's Tale.
2: Yes, and yes. this is us.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. I gave up on This Is Us. Am I a Bad Person? I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, it's too much. Well I can I continue much.
0: to watch it. It's not nearly as heart wrenching. They lost me oh, after. Jack. <laughs> after Jack. Now I know the death Yeah. and how it happened. It, it, yeah, they, they're falling off, but um, they still how got do you watch of... Handmaid's Tale? That's, I haven't
1: even watched that. Everyone who talks about it says it's... Oh, it's
2: so good. It's, good. like, mind-blowing. It's amazing.
1: I just started reading the book today, too.
2: Yeah, I like to
0: not get stressed
1: out when I'm watching TV. Yeah, it is a little stressful. Yeah, I can't be, like, kind of solve
0: fake people's problems and, like, empathize with them. I have too much going on. Like, I'll watch Rick and Morty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Something mindless. I
1: gotta give that show a second chance.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Um, so,
1: getting into it, let's talk to Flavia.
0: Yeah, so Flavia, you studied um, business initially and then you went to pharmaceuticals. Can you tell us a little bit about your educational background?
2: Yeah, I actually studied entertainment business. So, I went to yeah. school for music, which is totally off <laughs> what I'm doing now. Uh, recording arts and uh, and entertainment business because I wanted to run a studio and then I landed a random pharmaceutical sales job and did that for almost seven years. Total 180, um, which it was super fun. I mean, back then pharmaceuticals was different than it is now. Um, it was a lot of fun and I worked for a smaller company, so no layoff idea. issues like there were.
1: Did you get to go to, Mm -hmm. like, fancy lunches and stuff? And you were like,
2: "Yeah." Oh, yeah. I hosted the lunches, you know? (laughs) I
1: mean, a thing, you know, like that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I did that.
1: Partying with the doctors. I get it.
0: I just found that out recently that, like, doctors love lunches, and that's how they buy pharmaceuticals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was my job. (laughs) You you bring lunch. (laughs) Yeah. They just like bagels that much? They're like, all right, we'll take this. They like free stuff, (laughs) I think anything free. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's good. Even though they make all that money, you know, it's still nice to have the free, free lunch. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. So you did that for a bit, and then what changed?
2: Um, I moved from Florida to California, Mm -hmm. and then I had, I worked for Lululemon for a while, And then I had this staffing agency reach out to me because I was managing a little lemon store and had pharmaceutical background and totally, they're like, you know, you've done well with people and I've never done staffing. And I did that for a few years. I actually ran in a staffing office for medical staffing. It was about 90% medical, mostly SNF, skilled nursing, and then about 10% schools and everything else. But it was a whole lot of skilled nursing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Were you hiring? And
2: now I do. Oh,
1: sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, were you hiring SLPs, PTs, OTs, nurses, all? All three. Okay. So,
2: no nurses, um, SLPs, PTs, and OTs, and then CODAs um, and PTAs. In medical, there isn't a huge need for SLPAs, at least in skilled nursing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so, not a lot of SLPAs. And then now I work with a therapy travelers and we only do school and it's a huge switch. We see a whole lot of slip needs, and, uh, and now I hire school psychologists and counselors and school social workers, pretty much All the everything in the services. department. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, wow. Yeah. So,
1: so what a transition, good. right? From medical mm-hmm. to, um, to the schools. So um, how long have you been doing the school staffing?
2: Uh, almost a year.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So you're still fairly new to it. Great. So a lot of our listeners are SLPs and maybe SLPAs and uh, mm-hmm. grad students, right. even some undergrad students. Just like we write, run the gamut. Uh So do you do you mind going over some tips for interviews? So let's start with three things that you should definitely do on an interview. Because you okay, you're like the first round of interviews, right?
2: Yep. So as a recruiter for an agency, we do the first essentially screening uh, to see how this, this candidate would do on an actual interview, um, whether it was another phone interview with the school district or even when I was medical um, with the facility uh, or if it was on site. So the three things that people should definitely do um, is just their research and who they're interviewing with. And it's kind of hilarious how many people don't, uh, Mm -hmm. they don't even ask the name of the district, you know, uh, and it's just some basic Google information of, hey, if, if it's a school, which is what we do now, you know, what's, who's the district? Um, What are the schools that they have there? And just kind of Knowing that stuff is so important. Um, so just being, being super aware of that, being prepared of who you're interviewing. Um, the other thing that I think that they should definitely do is just kind of have, I think people forget their own resume, which I find it to be funny. Oh so, you know, when you're, yeah. So when you're going over somebody's resume with them, they're like, oh, wait, I did that. So having like a real understanding of what you put in your resume that you said you did because I bring that stuff up when I interview them and so will a district or a facility um, so I definitely recommend that right you um, should know what you've so done I think you should be well versed
1: in that you would think
2: yeah. it's surprising how many people haven't yeah. updated their resumes in so long or they right. just like yeah. throw something together you know uh-huh. and they yeah. forget what they wrote
0: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious yeah That's crazy. And then also you want to make sure that you're instilling in this potential employer that you want this specific job that you want to be a part of their team rather than you'll just take any job.
2: That is a huge thing. I was going to bring that up in the what not to do Uh, (laughs) because It's no, you're good. It's so important. And I learned that a lot from the medical to um, transitioning from medical to schools. We have a lot of people right now trying to transition um, because of PDPM happening, you know, last October. And there are a lot of people that are just trying to transition.
1: Sorry,
2: It's a big change that happened with Medicare. No, you're good. So there's a huge change with Medicare billing. And it went into effect in October. Um, And it affected a whole lot of skilled nursing, um, well, all skilled nursing facilities, really, because of Medicare. And a lot of rehab agencies laid off thousands of employees um, in October because of these changes, because billing is now different. So people are trying to jump out of medical and into something else. And they're like, oh, school seemed like a great option. Um, But they don't necessarily care about it, you know. They're just, like, trying to get out of medical, but they don't really care about the kiddos. It's not – really what they're about so it, it does come off and we can tell when we're doing their screening that that's an issue so I can just imagine you know a special education director interviewing somebody and they're like eh, kids are okay right yeah <laughs> it can that can be an issue <laughs> yeah so that goes to the point of what you were saying earlier definitely not just any job it's why do you want this job
0: right yeah <laughs> um
2: so, yeah, and I would say that the other thing, then to definitely do is to remember what you got in this for, mm-hmm. you know, um, what made you go into this, this profession, and I know sometimes it can be a thankless job, but just going back to that, and that's what I always tell people, just remember what made you choose to be a speech path, you know, um, why you worked so hard and went to school so hard, especially when it's so hard to get into grad school nowadays. Yeah. Um, like, kind of going you know, back to that so that they bring that to the interview you know versus like their struggles from past jobs right. bringing your passion for the job
1: yeah and that th- goes to into like selling yourself or marketing right. yourself which is aligned to like know what's on your in- resume. um know the background because like you care about this job like right so if you care about it like it'll show on the first interview
0: I think this is research back I don't know where it came from but like the number one indicator of success is not like intelligence but it's grit so it's like your like enthusiasm and your like ability to pursue something with passion so it doesn't really matter if your like GPA is excellent you're like the top of every class and everything great but if you're not demonstrating that you have like an interest or a passion then it's going to be hard for somebody else to want to invest in you
2: I think a hundred percent that's what we look for you know in people like do you do you really are you passionate about changing kiddos lives Uh, do you really love what you do because otherwise I'm just you know, as a, as a recruiter for an agency, I'm not going to place somebody there that just wants a job because you're, they're representing our agency. And that's for any agency, really. Um, You're putting somebody out there that's just, you know, they may not, they don't care. And then they're, they let the caseload get out of hand and so on and so forth. And the, you know, the patients suffer, whether they're children or, you know, geriatrics at a school nursing facility, they suffer for that. So yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And what agency do you work for?
2: It's called Therapy Travelers, um, so we only, we only do schools nationwide, 49 states, um, local or travel. I know the name can be a little deceiving, but we do staff local as well, mm-hmm. um, and it's mostly public schools, like 75% of our business is public schools, but then we also staff in charter and private schools as well. Great.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. I went to um, the speech retreat, and somebody from therapy travelers came and spoke, and they just made the agency seem so much um, more personal than other agencies in my experience.
2: Oh, I love that you so I, I wish I knew who you met because that's it really does it's a different culture. We really, truly care about everybody that works. Um, with us and because we really care about the kiddos and I think it starts with us you know we can't give them the very best um, therapy that they need counseling that they need um, whatever they need if we are not doing our jobs to the best of our abilities and placing the most wonderful people there and I don't know our culture is big in acknowledgement and support and providing CFs you know mentorship and it's just not something I've ever seen with another agency. Um, it's just that kind of culture that's very united, and we truly cherish the wonderful people that work with us for sure. That's
0: great, right? You don't want to work for an agency that's like the butt kisses from It Takes Two. Like they'll just take everyone. No, no, <laughs> because that you know what's funny? from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> <Which> <laughs> <was> <laughs> right? oh it was just a part of the movie i didn't write it
1: i don't remember that oh, the family that there right
0: no the family that owned like the dump <laughs> the, the dump and they they adopted <laughs> kids and make them work on the dump <laughs> why don't i remember that <laughs> wait then, i know this movie <laughs> yeah it's, it's a mary kate Ashley movie it
1: takes two
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I rewatched it not long ago. I thought everyone knew this movie.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking of the Parent Trap. with Lindsay Lohan. That's no, no. It. This no. is this yes. is no. Mary yeah. Ashley
0: Olsen, and they're um the Callaways. They're at the camp, and then oh, it's yeah, it's got Kirstie Alley in it, and and one, it's like they're identical, but they they're not related, and then they end up in the same place. Mm-hmm and then the one who's morphing into they gets yeah appointed. they switch yeah. places they yeah they switch places i digress anyway it's, it's just so cute yeah it's a good movie so um but yeah yes, for is. sure when i heard the person speak from therapy sh- travelers they definitely seem to set themselves apart from anybody else any other agency that's as large it's a pretty large agency is that accurate
2: honestly uh, It feels that way because we have staff all over the country. I'm in California, but we have people um, working in almost every state. But we're not a huge agency. Um, And I think that that it's kind of funny that you think we're large because I think we all have very large personalities. (laughs) And we are everywhere. And we go to all these universities and talk to grad students. But we're not, and numbers of, like, people that work in the company, we're not a super large agency, which I really love because it does feel like a family still.
1: Nice. Nice. So before we just wrap up, so can you give us like three things not to do on interview? I know you kind of like touched upon it, but like, I like my list. I like the mm-hmm. three. That oh, no, you're good. Yes.
2: The biggest one, a lot of, especially with agencies, whether it's medical or um, schools, whatever setting really, they're going to want to do a phone interview um, most of the time. I'd say 90% of the time they do a phone screening first, um, not just the agency, but I mean the facility. And as much as we prep people sometimes for a facility interview, it still baffles me how many people will be not prepared. They'll be driving and they won't pull over. They'll be, you know, just talking, like there'll be people in the background. I mean, we had someone that was practically falling asleep once. Um, I guess it was an eight o'clock and 8 a.m. interview. And maybe they just didn't think to like wake up and have coffee first. (laughs) So bed. it's, Oh or get God. out of bed. It, it, I'm telling you, the client literally said it sounded like she was asleep. Still,
0: did that person <laughs> um, get a
2: job? So, oh, definitely not. <laughs> and they are. And then we, and as much as we can coach people, when it's something like that, we actually refuse to. You know, we say that it's better for us not to work with you anymore because. We can coach people with interviews like, hey, maybe you're just not great at interviewing. You're not great at selling yourself like you were saying, Maria, you know, because some people are in the same way that some people aren't great at taking tests, but just taking the time to be prepared and like if you're driving, hey, pull over, you know, safely. They don't need to hear your blinkers or, or horns or whatever it may be. So that would be the number one thing is just, you know, make sure you're in a quiet space that you give them your full attention. Um, the other thing is asking questions, whether it's, you know, if it's medical productivity that they want to know um, if it's school, it's caseload, anything that they really want to know about the job um, to ask those questions in that first interview. Um, and a lot of people don't do that. They just don't ask any questions. And then they hang up the phone and they call me and they go, I think it was okay. I'm Like, okay, well, what did what did they say? And they're like, I don't really know. And I'm like, well, what did you ask? oh, just, you know, why are they needing somebody? And I'm like, well, didn't you want to know about the caseload? Didn't you want to know, like, what grade the kiddos were? And what? so it was just making sure, like, that they don't leave all these open-ended um, things that they want to know about, you know, because you're interviewing right. them, too. It's not just them interviewing you. Like, do you actually want the job? Because what if they say the caseload is this and the productivity is this, and you're like, I can't do that? <laughs> then right. you're wasting your time and their time.
0: That's and you—you um, yeah. you definitely seem more informed if you're asking questions because if, you know what to ask.
1: If you did your research, if you did your research, one of the things you said right. to do, right? So what exactly. not to do? Exactly. Do not not ask questions. Right. <laughs> no, there
2: you go. Do not not ask questions. Yes. <laughs> and then the what not to do is—it's oh, a big one, which is so weird. I also—it's another one that to me seems common sense. It's. Agree to disagree. If you're in an interview, Not don't necessarily um, get in an argument. Oh, <laughs> it's boy. another thing that's ironic. Yeah. People sometimes will just disagree and they'll strongly disagree <laughs> in an interview. And, you know, maybe if that wasn't the best fit for, you know, for the candidate, let's say, you know, you're an SLP and you go to in an interview and you realize that maybe you're just not vibing with your, who would be your supervisor. Um, You can kind of finish the interview let that go and then decide that that's not the position you want you don't necessarily have to not vibe during the interview um to an to an extent that they're going to be like oh that person was rude or that person you know thought it was either their way or their highway and i mean we've heard all of those that kind of feedback we hear it all the time and it's a small world in therapy and i think that people forget that it's a really small world in therapy we everybody knows everybody um no matter what setting you're in really it's funny like so it's just being aware of that so do you're not burning bridges don't burn bridges essentially yeah because right.
1: also people know each other so like maybe you didn't do maybe you're not, you know, maybe you don't want to work in this community school district, but you don't think like the directors know each other, especially like locally, you know, like, oh, maybe I, I don't want this type of school. Maybe I want high school, you know, so you don't think like the directors talk to each other and know each other and, Possibly even work together in the past, so just think about that. Right, but it, all of our listeners go to their interviews and nail them. Right, I'm very, sure. Very confident in our listeners. It is yes, please. Though, that,
0: like yeah. uh, a commonality amongst all of your do's and don'ts is that it's important for the candidate to know what they want.
2: Mm, good one. Extremely it's
0: important. important. It sounds like like if someone's falling asleep or they're not pulling over, it doesn't sound like they're truly committed to getting this potential job and they might think like it's in their best interest to transition but is that something that they truly want it doesn't seem like you're conveying it because um i feel like when people tell me they want something it it doesn't make sense to me when they're not actively pursuing it. Like if you want to be an excellent singer, if you're not like practicing every day and doing vocal exercises and like taking lessons, then you just, you don't really want to be an excellent singer. If you want to be a professional basketball player, then you would be practicing basketball every day. And if you wanted to work in this setting for this interview, then you would have researched it and you would be sure to be make sure time. you yeah be on time and awake
1: perfect your <laughs> yeah. resume you
2: know it's it's so funny that you say that um because we get people all the time they're like hey i'm moving from i don't know georgia to massachusetts and they call us and we talk to them about what they're doing and then um they are like okay so what do i need to do to get a license mm-hmm. i'm like okay, you know, call the board, like that should be something that you should do. <laughs> you yeah. I can help you get the job and we can totally help them and we guide them. But there are people that don't actually have that in them to like, do you really want it? If you're moving there, then you should probably look into a license in that state You know? right. and do some research and be like, you know what? It's going to take me, you know, six to eight weeks to get a license. And, and that tells you something about the person as well. You know, as a recruiter for an agency, it does tell you something about the person when they're just kind of like, hey, can you hand me the things? Can you just give me the perfect job? And it's like, well, if this is how you're doing now, how are you going to be when you're at work? Right. You know, how, how dependable are you? And <laughs> how are these kids going to do with you when you're at work? So it, it does show it, a part of their character in that way. Yeah.
0: You
1: got to commit and
2: take initiative.
1: We had a whole episode about taking Mm -hmm. initiative, you know, and it's about being a problem solver and, you know, just doing it really. Yeah. Just do it. I do
0: feel like often when you, when you actively pursue something, you will get it if you commit your efforts faithfully.
1: Deb loves to say that. I do.
0: I just wanted to throw that in. I know I'm not the one providing the quote today, but...
1: (laughs) because Flavia, <laughs> exactly. Flavia is on it. She yes. has learned what to do and what not to do on an interview, even if the interview involves buttery wine and cheap <laughs> mozzarella cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, so Flavia is going to end this interview with a quote.
2: Yes, and... Due to the unfortunate, um, very, very sad events that have happened here in California um, that I'm pretty sure everyone knows about, um, I'm going to end with a Kobe Bryant quote, and it is that the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Um, I found that to be very fitting for what we all do, um, you know, and also very fitting for the day and the week. So that's Absolutely. the one that I chose.
1: That's such I a agree. great quote. Yeah, especially in honor of Kobe Bryant, and also because you are placing SLPs and OTs and school system, and you know you're part you're part of that process. You know, right? So, and then we're on the other yeah. one, working with the kiddos.
0: Yeah, and a lot of SLPs inspiring the kiddos.
1: Yes. A lot of
0: SLPs they always uh, well, often you'll hear people talk about imposter syndrome or like just basic anxieties related to uh, being a professional in this field so
1: like crying in your car
0: right I'm I don't want to exploit that any further
1: <laughs> I really don't
0: Cry in your car it's it's nice it's the best place to cry I think
1: What about sing in your car
2: I
0: well what if you're singing and crying it could be a very good song maybe good. A song oh you know and- what?
2: Dion. here's another a big don't do in an interview don't cry in an interview we've had that happen like too so, <laughs> so let's cry in your car before or after yeah. but don't
0: cry during there's <laughs> a tip. time and place to cry in your car right
1: Not on Sorry, the- no <laughs> words. Exactly. Yes. deb was saying about imposter syndrome yes
0: oh yeah so like um I always these. have this problem where I'm like, do it. You're great. What's the problem? What's wrong? Why are you complaining? But it's nice to hear something mm-hmm. that like you're coming from the perspective, you and Kobe, um, coming from this perspective of like, it's good to inspire and encourage individuals that they do have what it takes to be great and that they are capable even when they are experiencing doubt. So thank you for that. People like, these people like you who like Swiss cheese and inspire. well thank you ladies thank you for having me i really appreciate it absolutely (laughs) thanks for doing this
1: thank you and uh i'm maria i'm deb and i'm flavia thank you so much for this great interview flavia thank you for staying away thank you
2: for having me (laughs) thanks ladies have a good one
1: Bye.
0: That's our show, everyone. Thanks for listening to SLP's Wine and Cheese. We have new episodes every week, so be sure to subscribe. Also, we'd appreciate it if you would like and review us on iTunes. If you love the show and you want more bonus content, check us out at patreon.com slash SLP's Wine and Cheese.